A lot of big news going on in the NFL. Let's talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Adam Azer and Dave Richard here on your Wednesday edition of Fantasy Football Today in 5. Follow us and stream us on Spotify. We're getting you caught up on the latest news and advice in five minutes or fewer. So, yeah, we got Chris Godwin tagged and Allen Robinson tagged. Kenny Galladay, nope. Hunter Henry, nope. Chris Carson, nope. Dave, let's talk about the two wide receivers who are staying put. And, of course, Galladay, Henry, Carson, they could be back with Seattle, uh, well, with their respective teams, Detroit, Chargers, and Seattle, but much, much less likely now. Godwin and Robinson, who do you prefer? I'm going to prefer Robinson to Godwin. It's going to be maybe a little bit closer in non-PPR than in PPR, but both uh, Robinson I'll look at as a number one fantasy receiver. He would be a solid number one fantasy receiver if he had a good quarterback. And I wouldn't say that he's for sure going to be in Chicago. It looks that way, but the bears could always trade him as part of a tag and trade. And this could be the first half of that. Obviously Godwin to me is more of a surefire number two fantasy receiver in full PPR and a back half of a wide receiver two group in half and non PPR. We look at the Galladay decision here by the lions, not giving him the franchise tag. Doesn't mean he won't be back, but you know, you can always use the franchise tag and, and spend time negotiating. So it, it's much less likely, right? Is that fair to say? I think it is. I think he, he got hurt at some point early on during the year and he was in limbo. And usually when that happens, you, you almost think that the player did not want to play and the team respected that. And the team continued to respect that by not tagging him here and not trying to tag and trade him either. Maybe they explored that. Maybe they didn't, who knows, but it's a, it's a rebuild in Detroit. Galladay doesn't figure to be a part of it. And there are, there are a bunch of teams out there, Adam, they've got salary cap space. They've got a need at wide receiver. It seems like the Dolphins, the Colts, the Jets, the Patriots, uh, the Jaguars. You could throw the Jaguars in there. I think all these teams would be very interested in competing for Galladay's services. Yeah, and in our Fantasy Football Today feed, we recorded a, a bonus pod. And I don't want to just repeat the information. It was Dave and Jamie talking about the same stuff. So I'm going to ask you this, because you guys talked about how this really helps TJ Hawkinson. Um, mm-hmm. Quintez Cephas becomes an interesting sleeper. How does this affect DeAndre Swift? This team could be truly awful. I mean, they were 5-11, and 11, but they've, in many people's minds, they've downgraded a quarterback going from Stafford to Goff. They are, as you said, rebuilding. What is the impact yeah. on DeAndre Swift? Well, I think he's their best running back. We know that he's good in short yardage and goal line situations. All of his rushing touchdowns came from inside of six yards, I believe, last year, including a couple of um, one-yard plunges, and he's good as a pass catcher. So when this team is playing from behind, you're going to see a lot of Swift on the field. We can talk about him as a candidate for 70 receptions, much less 50 or 60, and the touchdown potential. Listen, even bad teams get near the goal line. Swift could be that guy, maybe even should be that guy. I know that Anthony Lynn has talked about adding another running back, so he is going to split, won't be an every down guy, but he should be their best guy. And even in a bad situation, that's the one you'll see on the field when they're playing from behind. That's an opportunity for him to rack up a lot of catches and yards. What is the impact of Hunter Henry not getting the tag for the Chargers? Well, I think the Chargers offense is going to involve the tight end. Not only has it always been that way, but Joe Lombardi, the new offensive coordinator there, he's going to continue to lean on tight ends. He did that when he was in Detroit. He was a part of that when he was in New Orleans. So there will be another tight end who steps up there. But Justin Herbert really did make a ton of plays because of his wide receivers. And that position might get better as the offseason rolls on. 
So I don't think this really hurts Justin Herbert much at all. And it might even end up helping guys like Keenan Allen and Mike Williams get even more targets if they don't fully address the tight end position. Say the Chargers don't make a big splash with it. Um, they just Maybe they go with Donald Parham, who we talked about on the emergency pod. I think that would work out greatly for not only Allen and Williams, but also for Austin Eckler, who last year averaged over six targets per game and uh, wasn't there for a big chunk of the season. So he could end up stepping up into a role. Forget about 70 catches. He could be in that 80 to 90 catch range. All right, real quick, Dave, finish it off here. Do the Seahawks have their starting running back on their roster? My guess is no. My guess is that they will draft somebody. It'll probably be a day three pick, and that person will eventually become the starter once Rashad Penny gets hurt or DJ Dallas falls off something like that but they're going to mix and match it could be one of the ugliest running back groups in the nfl that's it for fantasy football today in five join us tomorrow as we talk a little nfl draft with emily hunt